Hello and welcome to episode 143 of The Nerd Out. I am Lisa. I'm Red P. We're girls and we nerd out. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can email us, info at thenerdout.com, and we hope that you will. You can check out our website, uh, thenerdout.com, and we are available as part of the Word to Your Mama network. Uh, you can find that um, on Twitter and Instagram at W-T-Y-M-A-M-A. See, see. There we go. There it is. Uh, here we are. Technical problems in the rearview mirror, one would hope. <laughs> we'll see. We're using the new technology, kids. We are. We're, we're evolving with the times. Yeah. New tech over here. Um, and I would like to point out our first episode of the new year. So see, happy see, 2023, see. everybody. Welcome to the 23s. Yeah. How are things with you? <laughs> things are good. Um, you know, it's... How You're busy it, with a bunch of shit. A bunch Can of shit. Can you like do a quick little rundown for everybody, including me? So by the time this airs, I believe we will already have had, uh, you know, Ola Metaverso Web 3. We talked about it many times last year because I was, you know, deep into it. Uh, we would have had maybe our first uh, work in real life workshop all day, lunch included in L.A. And it's a digital wallet focus. So... You know, hopefully it's not the it's not the first and only. Hopefully it's the beginning of a great series. But it's uh, a, a in real life workshop where you can go and you learn the ins and outs, hands on, uh, how it works, how a digital wallet actually operates, uh, what it actually does, the setup, uh, how to how you get hacked and how to hack, and you know not like hackers type hacking like that but like someone has your seed phrase and they you know what can how they use that to get into your stuff if they end up having that type of information and we're gonna have we would have had uh you know challenges where you uh get a chance to hack the instructor's uh digital wallet and you get a prize and everything's in a safe environment on test nets and you know with uh crypto that it's just to to play around with and so we that would have happened and hopefully there'll be many more um and then on the web3 nerd level announcement your girl just announced got announced by the convention NFT NYC I am a speaker that's amazing Yay. Yeah. What are you going to be speaking about? I mean, NFTs. Yeah, NFTs. Uh, but community. I'm on the I'm on the community track. So I'm going to be talking about community and how NFTs, uh, real world use, help to onboard and help marginalized communities. Oh, my gosh. Will it be recorded or available for people to see? I think I think you can only view it in person if you go to the event. And at in NYC, but I will find out more information about that. And I also don't know yet if we we had options if you a speaker present or you're a panelist or you curate a panel. So hopefully, I think in the next couple of weeks I should by the next one I'll know if if uh, what in what capacity I will be uh, speaking on you know at the conference. Um, so yeah, a lot of other things happening you know behind the scenes. But uh, Ti, how was how was your holiday break? <laughs> um, I'm having a deja vu moment. I my holiday <laughs> break was good. 
We did a lot of travel, um, as some people did or attempted to do this holiday season, in areas that had snow. Um, and so it was like, it was like planes, trains, and automobiles, except that it was just the automobile, and it wasn't, and it wasn't as funny. Uh, yeah. Um, so I started, um, 2023 with a new keyword for the year, which is boundaries. 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 My boundaries are not gonna, uh, are not going to allow me to drive around the middle of the country in a snowstorm. No. Next year. Um, and in fact, my boundaries are sort of suggesting that I maybe just go to like Toto Santos or something for Christmas. Where's Toto Santos? Uh, it's near, I think that you fly into um, Cabo. Oh, Mexico. Got yeah. it. Got mm -hmm. it. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, do that. Like some pretty beach in the middle of nowhere where I can just sit on a beach and be like, yeah, this is cool. Merry Christmas. I'm not thinking about way. presents. I'm not thinking yep. about driving. I'm not thinking about work. I'm not thinking about shit. Except, are there more tamales and beer? Exactly. That sounds heavenly. And also, yeah. that's the that's a great way to bring, you know, to end the year. Reward yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. So boundaries. That's my that's my big thing. Year year of 2023. Boundaries. Boundaries. Mm-hmm. We should revisit it every episode and I can demonstrate how I've been practicing it. Yes, we should. We should do a boundaries mm -hmm. update. How was DI? <laughs> doing on a boundaries, boundaries. update mm -hmm. um, I like my homework so what about any future traveling oh. travels for you that are don't require a car yeah I'm so glad you asked actually um <laughs> I don't think that I've told I don't think that I've told all of you including Ritzy um or in oh. fact many people that I'm going on a cruise in February I am not a cruise person the idea, like, I hate flying. I can't imagine I'm really going to enjoy being on a big boat in the middle of nowhere. feels very Titanic. feels like there's yeah. a lot that can go wrong. Yeah. Um, not to mention, like, um, getting, what is it, norovirus or COVID. <laughs> like, who fucking knows? Eaten by <laughs> sharks. This sounds like a disaster. However, uh... <laughs> Ranger Ted and I, since we initially started dating, have joked periodically, like virtually every year, because that's about how long it's been going on. Um, there is a like, you know how they do those music cruises? Like yeah. a friend of ours was really into the 311 cruise and would go yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> and they there's one called the Rock Boat that was like it was like the first of them. And it was like Sister Hazel and Better Than Ezra and like those kind of <laughs> bands. And I remember when I first heard about it because I had friends who were performing on it. And I was like, oh, guys, this sounds <laughs> tragic. And they were like, I, I fucking know, but it's funny. And I'm like, no, I get it. I get it. And so, like, I've always thought of, like, those music-themed cruises as being, like, really tragic. Yeah. But there's this one that Ranger Ted and I have <laughs> joked since we first started dating that, like, we'll look at the lineup and be like, hey, we should totally do this. No, we are not because it's a cruise. Like, what a nightmare. And finally, this year, I um, I was like, when they announced the lineup, I was like, hey, gosh, you'll never believe, you'll never believe what the crews were never going gonna go on's lineup is, and listed it off to him, and he was like, let's do it, and I was wait, like, wait, no, wait, 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 
Wait, back it up, back it up. So yeah. not only are you going on a cruise, you're going on a music concert See, cruise? That is correct. I, I need this lineup. Uh -huh. Give me the highlights. Okay. Give me, give me the okay. headliners. Okay. It is um, the name of the cruise is the Outlaw Country Cruise. And it is. Uh, hold on, I'm, let me let me pull it up here so I can be sure to not to miss not to miss anybody. We got the Mavericks, we got Lucinda Williams, we got the oh. old 97s, Whoa. we got Steve Earle, we got Ray Wiley Hubbard, we got Carlene Carter, as in um, June Carter. Oh. We got we got the Waco Brothers. We got um, a whole bunch of like the Super Suckers. We got like wow. a whole lot of quote unquote alt country. I don't even know what people call it anymore. Bands as well as a couple young ones that I'm really excited about called the Vandaliers and oh. some like real like old oldster people with all due respect <laughs> to them. Like, whoa, they're still around, including like Jerry Lee Lewis's daughter, um, Slim Jim Phantom from the Stray Cats has like a <gasps> rockabilly trio. What? I know it's like a pretty cool Mojo Nixon. There, one thing that I'm really intrigued by is there's a whole theme. There's like a I get apparently I've just learned this going through all these these bands. There's like a sub 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 genre of like trucker music. So there's a there's a there's a band called Chris Sprague and his 18 Wheelers. There's a band called the Franklin County Trucking Company. There's what? all of these bands. There's like lots of weird um, super groups of all of these people. Yeah. That's crazy. And so where does it pick you up? Where do you go and how does that work? I mean, <clears throat> the destinations are, are nowhere special. It's, I mean, with all due respect to people who are like, must be nice to be able to afford to go on a cruise. <laughs> but it's like Grand Stirrup Bay in the Bahamas and Cozumel. Oh. That's nice. Wow. Yeah, I mean, if, like, I, in my life, one of my goals has been to travel places that are not cruise ports for a reason. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I'm like, and Ted is like, let's go. Um, I really want to go snorkeling. I was like, all of the reefs around these places are dead because <laughs> it's so just tourism. Good. Yeah. And the swimming pigs in the Bahamas. Like, right. I, don't, I don't know what else to to do there except drink um but yeah so uh it's a music cruise it's six nights it's like a full-on the bands play multiple times there's like jam sessions i got ranger ted loves steve earl and and steve earl is doing a special like they have special classes and events on the boat oh, that's cool. he's teaching a songwriting class that i got ranger ted into Nice. And um, music starts at like noon or one and goes until one thirty at night. It's like wow. I talked to a friend of mine and I was like, how much am I going to regret doing this? Also, yeah. <laughs> um, like every all of the like nice rooms sold out really fast. And we Ooh, were like, we're not, we're not spending a lot of money on this. We are in an interior room the size of a shoebox. No windows, no nothing. Yeah. Uh -huh. This is why it's going to be like Titanic. And, um, but I asked a friend of mine who I know has been on a few and who has excellent taste in music. She is kind of a big mucky muck in Nashville. And I was like, what can you tell me about this? And have I signed up for a terrible mistake? Hell. Yeah. And she was like, best time ever. 
I've been on six out of seven of them. What? She said, it reminds me of South by Southwest 30 years ago. Wow. And in that, like, it's really small. You get to know all of, like, you get to know loads of people. You're, like, next to, you know, the guitarist from a band that you like at the bar or at the buffet or whatever. She's, like... If the bands don't want to deal with people, they have, like, their own little artist quarters. Mm. But she's like, most of them are out mingling with the hoi polloi. (laughs) And she was like, also, like, these are people who tour nonstop. And they never get to see their peers play. So she's like, you know, you'll be, like, sprinting to make it to, like, some other set before they end. And along with Steve Earle. Or whatever. She's like, it is so much fun. It's the best time ever. You're going to have a blast. I wish I could go this year, but I can't. Wow. Well, that's that's encouraging. And so when is this going down? Uh, February 21st. Oh, it's coming up. We're going to get... I've never been on a cruise in my whole life. I have... Allow me to indicate numerically how much I have had any interest in going on a cruise. Zero. (laughs) Zero. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, hopefully, I, I, you know, I won't get COVID or yeah. something. Um, yeah. If, like, if I go missing, it was it was Ranger Ted. Because people yeah. do that on cruise ships. They push people overboard, and then they're, like, the distraught husband. Mm-mm, no, that's what yeah, happened. It's Ranger Ted. She said it here first, yeah. kids. Yeah, I said it here it's first. It's Ranger Ted. Yeah. So, Fuck maritime um, law. We know who did it. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, you can take to the high seas and Shanghai him. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's what I'm doing. Outlaw Country Cruise. The part of the reason that we're doing it is, um, a few of the people on there, I've always wanted to see Ray Ray Wiley Hubbard, as well as Steve Earle and haven't. Ted has never seen Lucinda Williams. These are people Mm. who are like 70 years old plus. And it's like, when are we ever going to be able, like, who knows? I could kick the bucket tomorrow. They had hard lives. Yeah. Steve Earle did time in jail. Like, come on. They've had hard lives. (laughs) That's amazing. I'm glad. Go ahead. We're also hoping that because, like, like Steve Earle is, like, protest folk country polk guy. So it's like Mm. he, we're really hoping, we're like, oh, it's going to be, because I told somebody and they were like, oh, you know, there's going to be a lot of MAGA flags there. I was like, this is not a MAGA flag event. Type of vent. No, wow. I do not think so. So, you know, it'd be cool. Some like-minded country music aficionados. Yeah. And you got to take your fringe outfit that you wore I'm, for I your might, 50th. Yeah. yeah. I might be taking, uh, I might be taking the fringe outfit. Got to. Um, yeah. Ted already was like, we have, we both have these like red orange windbreakers and he's like, we should wear these. So that way we can find each other in the crowd. And I was like, no, (laughs) yes, walk around in a windbreaker. I'll wear like a big weird hat. I don't know. Yeah. No, I was like, (laughs) no, but it's like, it's getting a taste of what it would be like to go to a a music festival with someone that you've never been in that situation with. Cause he's like, how are we going to find each other? We need to wear orange matching jackets. And I'm like, (laughs) ah, No, you just have a backup plan. Oh, hilarious. So, yeah, so should that be really fun. It, sh- it sounds like fun for you, and it sounds like we're going to get an interesting recap <laughs> nonetheless in March. <laughs> you, so I'm excited. For real, Will. Yes, it will I need be. Pictures. It'll be in- oh, we yeah, there will be pictures. Yeah, yeah. We need all of it. Yeah, and I'm getting like. 
connection from I have a friend who's playing on it, like not like a good friend, but somebody who I need to message on Facebook and be like, hi, you're playing. I'm going to be on there. Let's do this. Um, I have like people that I kind of know from L.A. who are going to be on it. So it should be fun. There will be people that we know, you know, every and like I'm on the message board on Facebook and it's like. You know, say howdy to everybody, and they send you a package, and it's like, oh, look, you have a lanyard that you can, like, put your schedule in and wear it every day, and and Ted was like, oh, this is handy. I was like, have fun, nerd. <laughs> That's what my phone's for. And, like, you know, oh, here's, like, luggage tags that you can put on your luggage. Maybe you'll make friends before you get there. I'm like, nope. <laughs> So I think, and it's a lot of like, say howdy to everybody. I'm like, no, I won't. I will say, (laughs) I will say howdy to a few select people. Thank you. That is hilarious. Well, I'm excited for you and Ranger Tanks. And I'm excited for this recap that we're going to get in next episode, which will be next episode for sure. Yeah, unless, unless we record right before we leave. Yes. And sometime soon there will be. Yes. I think, I think, no, we're going to record after your return (laughs) in March to release in March for sure. Okay. (laughs) Um, All right. So let's get into what we're watching TV. Um, I have one thing that I need to come out of the gate to highly recommend to everybody. Reach out to me. Holler at your girl. If you need a login for MGM plus, because who has a fucking login for that? Nobody. Nobody. But I do so that I could watch Rogue Heroes, which is um, based on a book, which I read about the founding of the SAS, the um, British Special Forces. Mm. And um, fascinating book came together in World War II um, in the like North African theater. And um, it was a bunch of like crazed, drunken paratroopers who went basically on suicide missions to attack the Nazis from the desert and um, read the book and liked it. Rachel Ted read the book, loved it. I enjoy military history. It's a big thing. So, um, you know, it's kind of up my alley anyway. And so then we saw that the BBC did a limited series, which was like, I think they're maybe like their number one series of last year, number one or number two. It was a huge hit in England at the end of the year. And now it is available in the U S on, on the MGM plus app also on epics. But I think that MGM plus is just a rebranded epics. <laughs> so it's kind of confusing. Anyhow, nobody like who watches that? Nobody it's cheap, but hit me up if you need a password. <laughs> it is so fucking good. We loved it to pieces. The three leads are from three of my favorite shows. Ayuda a tus hijos y estudiantes a llegar más lejos. Aprenda más sobre la beca nacional hacer de McDonald's. Desde 1985, McDonald's ha otorgado más de 33 millones de dólares en becas. Gánate una beca de hasta 100 mil dólares. McDonald's está dando 500 mil dólares en becas este año. Puedes ganar una de 30 becas hoy día. Es importante seguir adelante y hacer más. A ayudar a estudiantes hispanos a hacer más que las generaciones anteriores. Hacer más de lo que se creen capaz. Hacer más de lo que pensaban que era posible. Por sí mismos, 
por su gente, por su cultura, por un mejor futuro. Para más información sobre la beca nacional Hacer de McDonald's, visita mcdonalds.com diagonal hacer. Aprende más. Um, Game of Thrones. Oh. Uh, uh, Godless, the Western on Netflix with oh, Michelle yes. Dockery. That was good. Um, he mm -hmm. played the like hunky gunslinger on the run. Ah, so see, he's see, also... See. And... Um, Um, sex education, the oh. like gangly gay bully. Oh, see, he's see, the see. lead guy. Yeah, and oh, yeah, and like the cast is great. It also has Dominic West, who doesn't love him, and so it's like great cast. It's done by the same writer creator of Peaky Blinders. It's Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. It's it has like punk and classic rock from like the 70s soundtrack mm. it's awesome highly recommend two right. thumbs up way up all right i think you convinced me send me that login yes <laughs> i'll send that to you <laughs> um so yeah that's we just finished watching that super super great really well done so pleased like way to start off the year Um, the only other thing that's like really, really good that I've been watching and probably a lot of the rest of you is The Last of Us, um, which is, as most of you guys know, a, um, and if you don't, come on, what kind of a nerd are you? Um, <laughs> an HBO series that's been in production for like at least a year and a half, two years based on, um, video game of the same name. And uh, it, we just the second episode aired the night before last. And um, the first episode was like Jeff's kiss. Really good. Second episode, also very good with one incredibly creepy moment at the end. And so Ooh. far, I am totally digging it. Have you watched it? So the, the, the short of it is no. Okay. And okay. Short, short version. It, no. It's because... Yes, uh, I we actually have the video game a long time ago when I first, I think it was P I think we have a PS4 for uh, -huh. uh you know my husband the the name husband and um you know so that's how I knew about the video game I just knew it looked stressful so I wasn't gonna watch him play it right but I didn't know anything behind it and then I heard that this was being made into a, a series on HBO and I was like yeah totally and then I was like I don't know now that it's out I'm like. Do I need the stress? But I love me some Pedro. <laughs> I love the girl who played, you know, who, yeah. who was on little, Game of Thrones. Little Lady like Mormont. Yeah. But you refused the call. Like her, like, I, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm going to watch it. And then I was like, no, it's going to stress me out. And then, you know, I, you know, through social media, started getting that it's the spores and the fungus. And I was like, <gasps> takes us back. To an episode back in 2012. So a long time ago, uh, I just posted on my Insta stories. A long time ago, 2008-2009, there was an episode of Planet Earth. This Planet Earth or Planet Earth, right? And it was fascinating. And it was talking about the, the what's it called? Uh, I'll say quadriceps, but it's not. Cordyceps, cordyceps. The cordyceps fungus, right? That in the in the rainforest. And when I saw that, I was fascinated. And then we went to, and then I was started drawing insects of all types with you know fungus coming out of them. And I was like, oh yeah, zombies. It it could yeah. 
happen. It could totally happen when you see. So we'll have a link to this, to the YouTube, a short little link to this one section where you see what happens. The fungus takes over the brain, but the body's still intact, just like a zombie. And then it makes the ant go all the way as high up as possible, latch onto something. And then the fungus starts growing out of them. And then so it could just spew, spew and sprinkle all these spores to, to infect the rest of the colony. Right. And it's kind of beautifully, like horrifically scary as fuck gorgeous. So I was obsessed. So I drew these things and then I got commissioned to do a, a, a illustration for this one band, indie band called Melodrome back in the days. And they used one of those illustrations of, a, I think it was a beetle with the fungus coming out of it. it and they used it for their uh, seven inch uh, vinyl that came out. So I just posted the pictures because I was like, I was obsessed with this, right? So then fast forward in 2012, um, we, before I became a, a mom, that was my first kind of crazy pandemic. Uh, I, we had uh, Matt Moak. We had the first, what that was supposed to be a series of uh, this apocalypse. Series. Remember, we're saying, like, it was like installment one of this apocalypse. So we had this guy, he was, his name is Matt Moak from the Zombie Research Society. And George Romero, RIP, he was on the advisory board. Like, this was legit, kids. Like, yeah. legit. so he's on with us. And we also talk in person. We do a, a live in person at the in L.A. at the farmer's market with uh, this couple from uh, the Zombie Research Society. But anyways, yeah. Matt, on, and he's talking to us about like, um, what did he call it? Uh, it was called the um, it was some the prion type, disease. Yes, prion disease that is that infects cows, and it could go for, jump from animal to humans. It this apocalypse is near. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's why I was like, do I really want to watch something that's based off of something, you know, that could really happen? I don't know. So I think I'm going to just wait until I got a like moment to 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 binge it uh -huh. and be stressed all at once and not be stressed on a weekly basis. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it's I mean, it is stressful. It made me laugh because I take um a a mushroom supplement that has cordyceps in it. Ooh. <laughs> um but uh I have to say, I mean, stressful yes but i don't know like i'm finding wait until there's one more episode maybe i've heard that the first yes, yes, that the yes. third episode is supposed to be really good from reviewers so maybe wait until you have three episodes so that way you can like roll into the next one so you're yeah. not like holy shit what's gonna happen yeah yeah, I've heard nothing but great things on on all fronts that, you know, so well done and well acted and well written. Um, yeah. I think it got like highest IMDB rating of a series so far. And so I was just like, OK, let me just wait a little bit. Um, and, and speaking of I uh, the, this weekend. I, I I was I planned to microdose, but I ended up over not overdosing, but doing <laughs> too much. <laughs> macro dosing on because i was like oh you know it's been a while on, uh, i have uh, the I have psilocybin the yeah i have the powder uh -huh. psilocybin so i have the powder and i i know how much you know the, i have the little scale and shit and um 
I was like, I hadn't done in a while. So I was like, I think it's a teaspoon, half a teaspoon. I think it was a quarter teaspoon. I did like two teaspoons or something. And all of a sudden, I like started feeling a certain way. And then I passed the fuck out. And then I woke up and I forgot about dinner. I forgot about this. I forgot about that. And then I forgot I had a meeting, (laughs) a Zoom meeting, like in the evening. So, yeah. They're all around us. The shrooms are all around us. They are all around <laughs> us. It's very good. I um I highly recommend. Um, and it also has um I was so excited when she showed up. Anna Torv. She is an Australian act actress. She was in um Manhunter um mm. and in Fringe. And so I was really excited. She has um kind of a big role, I think. Sort yeah. of. No spoilers. We'll see. So, yeah, highly recommend. Okay, what else are we watching? Kind of the only other thing that I've been watching is The Peripheral. It's Mm, on Amazon. It's based on a William Gibson, like, he of the cyberpunk, um, of of the cyberpunk author, uh, The Peripheral. It's about, takes place in the future, not so distant future, maybe 10 years Mm. And it has Chloe Moritz. Chloe oh, Moritz. Say, say, say. Uh-huh. And um, it's about she uses a headset, like a VR gaming headset, to communicate with the future. Oh. And the future is a not very um is a not very nice place. And um the people there are using her as an instrument, but for what? Mm. Um, it's really beautifully shot. It's pretty interesting. It's got a really like nice, well-rounded cast of interesting people. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, it's like it's good, but it's not like oh my god, everyone needs to watch this. Good. Okay. If that's your speed, futuristic sci-fi with like some ass kicking that feels kind of like a video game and also kind of like a William Gibson novel. This is, this is for sure your show. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. There's not that many, like I've been watching stuff, but nothing to, you know, to pr- high praise. I don't think it's just been yeah. like holidays, movie stuff. That's cute. Or rewatching something. Like I finally finished um, the marvelous miss, Mrs. Mabel, Mabel, Maisel, <laughs> um, <laughs> whatever her you name know, is. You know, because I, I, I love it. You know, I, I have friends yeah. that have told me they're like, I could never get into it, and I was like, I love old timey shit like that. I love it. So, yeah. um, it's good. The final season, you know, is the fifth and final season. Uh, I think maybe this year or next year, and I'm down for that. I think it's time. And then, um, yeah, everything else is like nothing, nothing too big. I feel like this is the year. I quit. We talked about subscriptions, you know, and how to like yes. get be the vice royal value. Um, so I think I saved a dollar. There weren't any coupon codes, but I saved a dollar <laughs> last night by getting it uh, via Hulu. So I'm back on HBO Max because, you know, The Last of Us, because I will get to it, I'm sure, even though it'll stress me out. And then we got all the shit on HBO Max alone that's coming out this year. You oh, my know, God. Like succession so much good and stuff. blah, blah, blah. Like, the good they shit. Have, so I was yeah, just like, have, let me just get it on right now. There's the new True Detective with Jodie Foster. What? Mm. Like, so Come much on. good stuff That's coming made. on HBO. That's made. Yeah. 
Whoever thought of that, perfect. Yeah. Perfect yeah. casting. That's Jeff's kiss. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, we kind of feel the same way. Like, I haven't, I've been watching some, like, I, I don't want to call it junk food because, like, good girls. I really like good girls, but it's, like, kind of fun. Mm. Like, I can do something else while I'm doing it kind yeah. of show. Yeah. But, like, I just haven't had anything that's been, like, hell yes until, like, Rogue Heroes was a, like, you know, double fist pump super good. So, um, yeah. Same, though. Not a lot. Ditto with movies. I'm glad that the um, movies, that the Oscars, <laughs> thank you, um, that the Oscar list came out. Because um, I was like, oh, shit, I got a whole bunch of stuff I need to watch now. So, so, so that's But we have good. time. But, yeah. but um, you know, I wish they would just be like, okay, these are out now. Everyone and their mother's going to watch them. So maybe some are still in theater. But let's stream all these motherfuckers. Like, let's stream yeah. them. Yeah. And then we'll all be like, I will watch all of them. 20 bucks? Sure. Let me watch yeah. it. I'll pay yeah. it. But I don't want to go to the theater. You know, and, and, and risk hating something like watching yeah. it just because I want to I don't know too much about it or I'm not even sure. But, you know, December till this time until the awards is my favorite time to watch, you know, the 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 actor roundtable, actor on actor, director, roundtable, yeah, yeah. producer, the writers. And then I'm like, I get some back, you know, some BTS of these amazing films from all these different perspectives. And then I'm excited and then I'm like, and then extra excited if if they're nominated. So I'm ready. Yeah. But just stream it, guys. Just give it to I us. Know. Like, we'll they pay, should have. But I just like, want to watch it home. Like an Oscars app where you can stream all of these movies. Like I would totally exactly. do that. Yeah. Um. Some of, I mean, a lot of them, you know, more than ever, probably already on streaming sites, including one I had never heard of until this morning. All Quiet on the Western Front, which is nominated for Best Picture as well as Best Foreign Film. Same. Um, and so, like, that I really want to see. The Banshees of Inisherin is on HBO. Everyone everyone so talks about that. that so I'm ready to, yeah, I'm ready to watch that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen Everything Everywhere all at once on a big screen. I feel like mm. that would have been cool. Um, I, like, Women Talking, never heard of it. Directed by one of my favorite, like, 90s, early aughts yes. actresses, Sarah Pauly. Like, what happened yeah. to Sarah Pauly? She's just, like, directing these little movies. I'm into it. Yeah, she, I saw her, and that's how I heard about the movie, because she was at the director's roundtable. It was, like, Hollywood Reporter of Variety. And I was like, oh, I remember her. I was like, amazing, you know? Amazing yeah. her story from, from you recognize her face. You've all seen her. Yeah, You've seen yeah. her in multiple things. And to, you know, be... I mean, it's Oscar, you know, Academy Award uh, nominated. So, yeah, I'm excited to see this. I've only seen Pinocchio. <laughs> it's on Was Netflix. it good? Was it good? Yeah. I mean, there's some tears. I mean, yeah. Um, okay. OK. I think I think, you know, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro is is amazing. And um, yep. so, yeah, it, I, mean, I don't think it was like, oh, my God. But I was like, oh, OK, you know. It was dark in the way he always makes things kind of dark. So, yeah. But, yeah, we have a lot of movie watching to do. And we'll... we'll a lot of movie uh, watching to do. We'll report back in March. Because when are they? April? March. March 12th. 
Ooh, shit. We got a lot. We maybe, got a lot to do. I know. Yeah. Maybe we maybe we can um, meet before then and after then. Yeah. Um, yeah. W- one thing that's really interesting that came out of this whole Oscar thing is there is a movie and an actress that, sorry, with all due respect to everyone listening, um, the two people listening who are like, that's not true, um, <laughs> that no one has ever heard of. And the actress name is Andrea Riseboro. Riseboro? Rise, I don't know. Riseboro. Um, and the film is To Leslie. Um, it is a film about a woman who is like an alcoholic or a recovering alcoholic. It debuted at South by Southwest last year to like, man, it's all right. And like was submitted to a number of festivals and people were like, man, it's all right. Like didn't win anything. <laughs> but then like a switch flipped like a month ago. And um, Gwyneth Paltrow tweeted out to her like 8 million followers on Instagram that it was like the best performance she'd ever seen in her whole life and every award needed to go to this woman. Kate Blanchett name-checked her in her acceptance speech for Tar at the Critics' Choice Awards, I think, where she was, she basically said that this other woman should have should have won it. Like wow. every celebrity you can think of has come out and been like, "This is the like, this is the performance of the year. This is the performance of a lifetime. This is the most amazing thing." It's like created this insane critical mass over the last, particularly like two weeks. And everyone's like, wow, that's great. This woman's getting so much accolades. And people are finally like, what the fuck is up with this? <laughs> like, um, and some people are mad because Viola Davis didn't get nominated for the no. Woman King. And she was really great in this. And so it's like, are all of these like white motherfucking actors and actresses, did they push her out by getting this woman in? And I know it's like, you know, there's hopefully there's enough room at the table for everybody. And both of these actors are repped by CAA which is also mm. kind of weird. And it has like zero budget. So people were like, are they paying actors to do this? But it's like, they don't have any money. But I yeah. am telling you, you read the list of, of actors who have posted on social media, raving all of them in very similar language about how great this movie is. And it begins, like there's seriously like 30 names of people who could like open a movie. And it's a little weird. Yeah, it's so a little I'm here for this drama around this woman and her nomination. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Speaking of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, mm-hmm. so I was watching it, right, a couple weeks, a couple weekends ago, and I was like, man, who's this actress? She's amazing. Because I haven't seen everything everywhere all at once yet. It's Stephanie Hsu. Hsu? She's nominated yeah, for Best Supporting yeah. Role. Uh-huh, She's uh-huh phenomenal in the small parts that she has in this last yeah. season of the uh amazing you know whatever marvelous mrs Maisel. i was like who is that she's amazing and then when the the nominations came out i was like wait is that her and i was like holy shit it's her i'll go of course she's great so i can't wait to watch her i'm and, and i'm so happy that you know i know there was a whole thing with you know why is it a, an asian majority asian cast jamie lee curtis is getting all this shit um, and they were saying that she should be at a lot of these awards. So I'm glad that it it's at this one where, you know, I'm sure, you know, people say awards don't matter. But if you want to get a nomination, if you haven't and then you get this one, this is the one that has more weight. Right. Uh huh. So, yeah, she's yeah. amazing on that. 
Yeah, she was um, she was really good in that movie too. Um, generally, I felt like I mean a lot of them I haven't seen, so full disclosure. <laughs> but um, a lot of them I was like, oh yeah, no, that was great. Like Angela Bassett <laughs> and Black Panther. Yes, yes. Nominate the fuck mm-hmm. out of her. Mm-hmm. Loved her. So nominate like, I, her for looking amazing. <laughs> yeah, just nominate. Like she could just stand there, nominated. Yeah. So it was really great to see like a few things that I was like, oh yeah, no, she was really good. I feel like ten years ago, Angela Bassett in Black Panther: Wakanda Forever would have been a no go. So I think that it's cool that they made an acknowledgement to something that's like a little more commercial. And I have no desire to watch it, but have you watched Elvis? And do you think it deserves the noms that it's getting? I haven't seen it, so it's hard to say. I do like Boz Lerman a lot. Yeah, me too. I'll probably see it before. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll see it. We'll Maybe see. I'll fast forward it or something. But I just, I was just like, word? Ah, okay. <laughs> but you know, isn't it? It was all this hype uh, behind Babylon. And I think they got nominated maybe for something like costumes or something, but nothing else. Like, I didn't see any other people on there. And then it was like it kind of fizzled, right? Yeah, that was a that was like a big non-starter. And that was supposed to be a big deal. Yeah. So who's to say? Um, okay. Anything else before we wrap it on up? I feel like that is everything in a nutshell. Sweet. All right, then. You know, uh, I hope you have an amazing, fabulous cruise. <laughs> and I can't you wait too. to hear about it. I can't wait to hear Thanks. about it. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Peace out, nerds. <laughs>